What's happening, people? Welcome to the Luke Cartman Show. I'm Luke Cartman, aka Lamborghini Luke, aka the Madman. I'm uh, really excited to be here. I am pumped right now. I'm on a high-powered vitamin B12 for energy. I'm on a vitamin D for protection. And I'm pumped. I'm really excited. I might flip this table over at any moment. That's how much energy I've got right now. I'm also drinking a vanilla latte. You shut the fuck up about it. I can drink a vanilla latte if I so please. They're tasty. You know, the, uh, the other day I went for a jog, put in some road work out there in the world, out there in nature. I was sprinting up hills and walking down them, sprinting back up the hill and then walking down. I could barely breathe. I could barely talk. I was fucked. You know, jogging and running has never been my strong suit but I've mixed it in to the training routine. Besides the weights, the push-ups, the sit-ups, squats, all this different stuff. I am now mixing in a lot of cardio, a lot of running around, sprinting. Looks like I'm running away from my problems, but I'm not. I am on a one-way ticket, or I am on, what's the word? I'm on like route, I'm on route to get a six pack, to becoming shredded. What the fuck? I take this very serious, people. I count my calories also. You know, there's a bunch of different apps out there. I'm not sponsored by any of these people, but there's one I use called My Net Diary, which you scan everything you eat and it logs in how many calories it is. And it grades it like A, B, C, D and all this shit. Shows you how much protein, how much carbs, how much fat and all that stuff. Breaks it down for you. And what I like about it is that it also shows how much you're burning from your workouts. You put it in your workout. Shows how much you burned off. And every time I do it, it just says three words. It says, you're killing it. That's what my app says to me. And there's another one called My Fitness Pal, which does the same thing. It's a great tool to have. Keeps you... You have to check in with it. It just keeps you somewhat disciplined. You know, sometimes I've scanned food to put it into my fitness pub and it rates a D. I'm like, fuck that. I want A pluses or nothing. I take it very serious, people. People think this is a game. This is not a game. I'm drinking protein shakes, exercising, taking my body to places it's never been before. Pushing myself physically and mentally. I am going for it, people. This is not a game. Lamborghini Luke is not fucking around here. When I say I'm getting in shape, getting healthier, getting a six pack, getting fucking shredded so I can go down to the beach, flex the packs and all this shit, I mean it. This is not a couple of week thing that I'm going to do for a bit to feel good. Fuck that. This is life. I am a fitness influencer now. Who's going to tell me different? Four weeks in the game. And I am already killing it. You don't believe me. Even my app says it. You know, I am going for it, people. Like I said, there will be a point where I do this podcast with my shirt off. And until that moment, I'm going to remain fully clothed. But as soon as that six pack is there, I'm just going to surprise you with it. Lift up the shirt. I might even tear the shirt. 
Look at the fucking six pack. You think I was messing around? Look at it. And you know what? I might even go for eight. Who knows? There's no rules here. I could be like, yeah, well, I might get a four pack, you know, six pack, yeah. But fuck it, I'm going for eight. I don't even know if you can go any further than that, but if there is, I'm going for that. Can you have a 10, a 12, a multi-pack? Who the fuck knows? I'm eating, do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? I woke up, I had blueberries, two bananas, not one, two. You think this is a game? Two bananas, full of potassium, full of antioxidants from the blueberries. After this podcast, I'm going to have a protein shake. Then do a workout. I'm going to lift the weights, do the shoulder press, the squats, the push-ups, the sit-ups, the lunges. I'm, you know, everyone knows I'm Lukey Lunges. I'm going to work the lats because everyone knows I'm Lukey Lats. Put in the work. Then I'm going to go for a run. Well, a jog, then a run. I'm going to turn the jog into a run. Pick up the intensity. I put on music, listen to some hip-hop, and I fucking go for it. Looks like I'm running from the police. Looks like I'm running from my problems, but I'm not. I am changing my life. I am changing my physical appearance. I am 6'1 and a skinny fuck with a bit of a pot belly. What can you do? You know, and I'm fixing all that. I am taking action. Going for runs, sprinting up hills. Making people look at me like, what's he doing? I'm getting a six pack, bitch. You know, <laughs> I'm already getting annoyed at people who don't exercise and who eat shit. I look at some things that people eat and I think if I log that in to my calorie app, my phone would blow up. It would then subscribe me automatically for the blasphemy. When I see someone eating a burger, I want to smack it out their hand, then smack them in the face. Go eat some carrots, you fuck. You know, when I see people who don't exercise and are lazy and take the piss out of people who do train their bodies to get in prime physical condition, I want to slap those people. They make me angry. Lazy fucks doing nothing. Collecting doll money, working in a fast food restaurant drive through you can't even call them restaurants because they're not. They're shitholes and all the pigs go to them. You know? <laughs> I do. I get mad. I'm like, why the fuck ain't you trying to push yourself? Why can't you be like me? You know? And listen, I used to eat shit. I did. Especially when I was younger. I would drink a lot of pop eat burgers, eat this, eat that, eat a sausage roll from time to time. That was the old me. That was years and years ago. Then my eating started to get better. I would eat cleaner. You know, I didn't eat a vegetable till I was about 15 years old. I didn't give a fuck. You know, then I got older. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to be like this. Started eating cleaner, but not too often. I would go for like an eight hour break without eating. And that's why I've got a bit of a pot belly. All that time not eating in a day, it stores your fat for energy. I'm not a lazy person. There's no reason for me to have a pot belly. I'm a skinny guy. But I have one. And that is why we've broken down to a science. 
we know the cause of my pot belly. And I'm slowly seeing changes in my physical appearance. My chest looks tighter. I don't look like I'm seven months pregnant anymore. It's slowly going. And to see those improvements makes me even want to work harder and harder to get it gone. Like I said, if I jump up and down, I can see a six pack in there. Clear as day. Beyond the fat, it is in there. And now I can see with my own two eyes. I'm doing everything in my power to get it out and show it to the world. Gift the world my six pack or eight or 10 or multi-pack, whichever one I land on. Why would I deprive the world of that? No longer. I don't want to have to jump up and down to show people what the fuck is going on. I want to be able to stand still and people can see it. Is that too much to ask? Oh, that was good. I might have another one after this podcast. I love caffeine. Gives me a lot of energy. I've probably got really, really high blood pressure right now. But who gives a fuck? It's a Sunday morning that I'm recording this. Most people are sleeping right now. Most people haven't moved all like this all morning. I was going to say all day, but it's still morning. It happens. Edit that out. Most people are still fucked up from the night before, from all the coke they did, all the bad decisions. They're probably in some girl's house right now or some guy's house right now that they didn't even want to be in. They just ended up there because of a wild night. What can you do? We all go through it. I've been there a couple of times myself. You know, it's what it is. But not me. On a Sunday, I get it going, people. I deliver the message the fitness message, the spiritual message, you know, not spiritual, but you know what I'm saying? This is what I do on Sundays. Most people go and pray, go worship Jesus Christ or God or whoever, wherever floats your boat. This is the Lord's day, a day for relaxing, a day for doing nothing, but not me. I put in work on Sundays. I put in work every single day. This is my life now. Hard work, beast mode, get these gains, all that shit. And like I said, no sponsor has contacted me of yet to become partners with me and sponsor the podcast. No fitness company, no health company, no vape company, no coffee company. No company wants this heat. But make no mistake, there will be a point where they do want the heat and they want to join the madness. And they want to come on board with Lamborghini Luke because they understand the message, the message, edit that out. The message that I'm pushing to people. They know I'm a one of a kind comedian, podcaster, fitness influencer, or all that just shit. Edit that out. <laughs> so this is my message to any company that might be watching this and listen to this. Any company, any person actually who knows a company or a small business or someone who's trying to put it together. Come and join the madness. I'll sell anything you want. Blood pressure medication, vapes, plants, you know. Tea, coffee, sugar, candles, whatever you want. Protein powder, 
which I would, you know, that's what I'm probably looking for the most. The protein powder, because I go through a lot. I drink a lot of protein powder, whey protein, 100% gold standard shit. The best protein powder in the world. And again, I'm not sponsored by these people, but you know, we're giving free shout outs here. Someone's got to take notice and get on board. Come and join the madness. You know, and also if you're someone who's watching this podcast right now or listening to this show, and you know a few people, you've got friends in your life, maybe you like them, maybe you don't like them, who cares? If there's people in your life, let them know about the Luke Cartman show. Spread the word. Share it with your friends, your family, your enemies. Let them know what's going on over here and they can join the madness too. Come and have a chat or come and listen to Luke, Lamborghini Luke talk shit. Edit all that out. Kind of jumbled my words there, but it happens. You know. So yeah, spread the word. Subscribe on YouTube. Listen to the audio version, the video version, wherever you want. There's a lot of free content out there for you people. Enjoy. Share on social media, all that shit. Let's get me up there, people. Let me start making some fucking money from this show. Enough. If you're listening to this show, there's a picture of a Lamborghini right behind me. And if you're watching this podcast, you can see it unless, you know, you're blind or something. But... There is a yellow Lamborghini with a white stripe down the middle right behind me. And I'm trying to make that a reality. They don't call me Lamborghini Luke for nothing. That is a persona, a character. It's just part of my life now. Lamborghini Luke. I might even name this episode Lamborghini Luke. I want to sit. I want to lean against, actually. I want to lean against a Lamborghini counting thousands and thousands of pounds. And I want someone to capture there so I can put it on Instagram while smoking a cigar too. I want the Lamborghini life. That also might be the name of the podcast. Who knows? We're coming up with ideas in the moment right now. I'm in a special place mentally on this episode. You know, but I really do want that. Like, it's tough, right? Because a Ferrari was the car that I wanted the most a Ferrari. But you know what? There's going to be a point where I make so much money where I can buy a Ferrari also. I'll have a garage or a garage, whatever you want to call it, with a Ferrari. I'll have a red one and a white one. And I'll have a yellow Lamborghini and a purple one. What the fuck? At that point, I'll be able to afford it. And I'll have pictures leaning against each and every one of them counting money while smoking a cigar. You know, that's the lifestyle I want, the Lamborghini life. Again, Lamborghini, if you're listening to this or watching this, sponsor the show. I don't have a driver's license currently, but I'll have one. Shit happens. There's been a couple of road bumps along the way, which have prevented me from getting a driver's license. But make no mistake, if Lamborghini approached me and said, listen, we like what you're doing. We like the whole Lamborghini Luke thing. We want to be involved. Make no mistake, I will have a driver's license the next day. I'll make it happen. You know, that's the mindset I'm in right now. The fucking Lamborghini lifestyle. You know, all the money. I'll even get a Lamborghini tattoo if I have to. You know, 
I've actually thought about that. Like, not an actual fucking tattoo that says Lamborghini on my arm with all that, but like, you know, the like the Ferrari horse, for example. I would just have like the horse, like a small horse, the Ferrari horse tattooed on my arm and like the Lamborghini bull or some shit. I don't know. It just sounds cool and it might increase my chances of getting sponsored by these people. What have I got to do? Has any comedian ever got sponsored by a car company before? I wonder. I fucking wonder. You know. But listen, I'll do it. Whatever you want to do, Lamborghini. I'm pushing your shit right now for free. You know, and yes, you have more reach than me, but who cares? There's no comedian talking about Lamborghinis and the Lamborghini lifestyle like I am. You know, I'm just a young man from Wales trying to put it together, trying to make the most of his situation. And while I'm doing that, I'm also pushing your company for free. So, you know, help me out a little bit. Throw me a couple of pounds or a couple of dollars or pesos or yen, whatever the fuck currency you want to throw at me. Just give me the money for fuck's sake. In a briefcase too. Something about having money in a briefcase. It just looks so, so cool. Like I hope that if I ever do make that much money, I don't want to check. I don't want to just transfer into my account. I want to be sitting at a table. And I want someone to put a briefcase like that I want them to open it facing them and then turn it around and push it in my direction. I want the money to fly out as it pushes, as he pushes it towards me. That's what I want. Just fucking money. I say all the time, these fucking people, they say money doesn't make you happy. It's all about friendship and, you know, community and loving your neighbor. Fuck that. Money makes you extremely happy. Especially me, because I don't have a soul. A life with money is better without money. Money does make you happy. Every single time I receive any sort of money, I feel happy. And then what you spend that money on makes you even happier. You know, if I had a million pound right now, Things would get wild. Let me tell you, wild. I'm on a blueberry flavored vape. Even down to my vapes, I keep it healthy. I eat blueberries and I also smoke them. What can you do? This is the fitness lifestyle, the Lamborghini lifestyle. If you're not smoking blue, blueberry vapes right now, go fuck yourself. You know, don't you want to be like me? Don't you want to live? Like me. Yeah, what was my point then? Uh, yeah, like if I had a million pound right now, first thing, first and foremost, I would quit my job. Who cares? It might last me six months, this million, but who cares? I would be out of there. I would give some money to my family, my close family, not all of you. You know, most of you can fuck off. There's a select few and they know who they are. I would help them out. And then I would get wild. The first purchase I would make would be a Lamborghini. It just would. I'm not really sure on what color I would pick, but it would be a Lamborghini. You know, I'd have to, what the fuck? Well, first of all, I'd actually get my driver's license, do my test, all that shit, the theory, whatever. And then buy a Lambo. And then 
I would get a house. I would get the Lamborghini before the house. How about that? That's how dedicated I am. Then I would get a mansion. Probably not in the country of Wales. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe I'd buy property and fucking make some money off that. Get into real estate. Become a real estate guru also. I'm a man of many talents, people. I keep telling you. And then after I get the house, then it's off to the races. Then I'm going to have a gym in the home, of course, because i got to get these gains in. Then what else would I do? Right, so the Lambo, the house, then the gym and the home. I'll probably have like a home cinema, maybe. I'd have a chef. I'd definitely have a chef. I'd hire a personal trainer. And what else would I do then? Just go wild. Just go wild, people. Who cares? Each day is a new day. You've got money. Who gives a fuck? And the thing is, like, those things I just mentioned, that's probably half my money gone already. I, would, I don't know how much a Lamborghini actually goes for. You know, roughly, like, I know there's so many different types of Lamborghinis and stuff like that. And I actually need to get, I actually need to learn all the different ones, to be honest, just to, like, add to what I'm doing here. But um, I wonder how much they go for. Obviously, it's a lot of fucking money and, you know, but so let's assume that's 500 G's gone. 500 gone on the house. Then I got like, you know, I'm still getting money in from the real estate, you know, making some good money. So let's assume I've got 500 grand left. Then it's just going to be like on food and, you know, Coke and, you know, stuff like that and hookers and porn stars, whatever. Who cares? This is the dream life for a lot of us. We don't want to be in a one beddy like I am, poor, where none of that stuff is a reality. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there was a, a mat, switch subjects here. There was a, I saw a, an article the other day about the space hotel. They're there, you know, I think they're currently in production of it. Um, which is gonna, it's going to be open in 2027. That's only fucking six years away. 2027, they're building a space hotel, which is, it can hold 400 people and it's shaped almost like a Ferris wheel. And, you know, God knows how much that's going to cost. But anyway, me and you ain't going to be in that fucking hotel. Put it that way. We are not going to be in a space hotel. I know that when you heard the news, when you was in your McDonald's drive-thru working, putting in the time and listen, like, yeah, you got to pay your bills. You were like, oh, I'm excited to get to go in a spaceship. You're not. You ain't going in a spaceship. You ain't going to the hotel. You can't afford it. And neither can I, but hopefully by 2027, I'll be able to afford multiple trips to the space hotel. You know, there's going to be gyms there, which, you know, everyone knows I'm a gym goer. Well, a home gym goer. I've never actually really been to a gym gym. I've been to martial arts gyms. We're not really gyms, you know, but that's all going to change. But anyway... There's got gyms there, restaurants, health spas, cinemas. What else have they got? Li a fucking library, which who gives a Listen, listen. If you spend all that money to go to a space hotel and you just go to the library, go fuck yourself. They should throw you out into orbit. Hopefully a fucking meteor takes your, your hotel room out. You know what I mean? Who does that? Why would the library even be there? Who gives a fuck? You're in space. If you want to read... Fuck that. You go into a space hotel. First thing you do is you look out the window. You see what it's like out there. 
then you kind of take it in for the moment. You know, you're probably going to have some anxiety thinking, fucking hell, we're in space. Anything could happen. You know, then you hit the restaurant. You see what food tastes like up in space. Then you go hit the gym. You know, you probably gain muscle quickly and fucking in the gym up there. You know, just doing things in space, like that's crazy. You got a health spa up there. You can fucking sit in a jacuzzi, get your back rubbed with cucumbers on your eyes, living life. You know, that is ballsy though, I will say. Like, I don't, like, you know, planet Earth is failing. There's no secret to that. Well, human beings are more than planet Earth. Like, and it's like, now you announce that we're going to have a space hotel in about six years. This world is going to look so different in a minute. Never mind six years. Like, we're just so moving in, in that direction. I mean, a space hotel. Who would have thought that? Like, that was like laughed at just a few years ago. And we'd see it in movies and think, nah, fuck that. But like, it's becoming a reality now. Cities are going to look way different, uh, way more advanced. You know, the world is just going to be different from here on out. It's just going to change. And I think we're all going to witness it too. It's just, it's bizarre to be a part of this point in history. You know, I mean, with a space hotel, first of all, you got to get up there. So you got to get in that rocket and make sure that nothing happens. You know, probably take Elon Musk of you to make sure it's okay. You know, then you got to get up there. However long that takes. Might take you a year to get up there. I don't know. I know. I don't fucking message me and say, I don't actually, it only takes about three weeks. Shut up, you fucking nerd. I don't care. You know, it's going to take a while to get up there. And then when you're up there, like how long do you stay there for? Like you can't just go for, well, I suppose one night is probably enough. You know, staying there for like a week, you know, the, I would love to know how much it actually costs. Probably talking high six figures, seven figures, to be honest. They ain't gonna give, they ain't gonna be like fucking 200 pound a ticket, let me tell you. They can hold 400 people. That's gonna be an exclusive club. All the richest people in the world are gonna be up there. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all the billionaires and trillionaires in the world. They're all going to be up there. Not people like me and you, you know, who barely crack five figures a fucking year. Enough. I want to go to a space hotel. I have dreams too. I'd love to go and work out in space. You know, maybe an alien will pop by. I can put them through a routine. Show them about the gains. Get them drinking protein shakes. Change their lives. Who knows? But, you know, if a hotel is where we're starting, you know, where does that, where does that lead to? Where does it evolve from that point? If, if the space hotel is only in six years, you know, what's it going to be in seven and eight? And by the year 2030, you know, is there going to be hotels on planets and shit like that? Like, that's bizarre. It's just so weird to think of. Like, imagine getting drunk, because there's restaurants, so there's going to be some booze floating around. Imagine being drunk up in this Ferris wheel spaceship looking thing up in space, having a few cocktails, drinking some wine, having some beer with your buddies, eating some steak, 
some chicken, getting your protein in, counting your calories, still in space. It never stops. I will count calories for the rest of my life. Count how much I'm taking in, I'm burning off. I fucking love it. You know? Yeah, that was just, that's just a weird thing. A space hotel. What the fuck? You know, hopefully it's like really luxurious because I've stayed in some hotels. It was like, you know. But again, I haven't really experienced like really, really nice hotels. They've been just like shit. One bedroom with an ensuite. I want like penthouse hotels and the ones in Vegas and shit. Like, this is what I'm saying. When people go, money doesn't make you happy. You, I put it this way. You spend money on a one beddy, go and stay in that hotel and then spend some money on a fucking penthouse hotel in Vegas. It's something that don't make you happy. You know what I mean, people? Um, there was uh, some fights last night. Funny enough, you know, UFC 259 in Vegas, headlined by Israel Adesanya versus Jan Blachowicz. And going into this fight, I was like, I was torn. I wasn't sure. I thought... You know, Jan could get it done because of the power and the size of it. Maybe he could get um, a KO, a TKO victory over Izzy. Then I was thinking, well, Izzy is the, one of the most technical strikers in MMA. You know, maybe he could he could get it done by points. And I was wrong. Jan Blahovic ended up winning the fight by points. Fought a perfect fight. You know, he did take some good shots from Izzy, but significant strikes... Uh, you've got to give it to Jan. He did land more uh, significant strikes. He just made it a kickboxing fight. I was surprised by that. You know, he, he was, you know, fighting Izzy at his own game. Kickboxing, he looked good too. And so did Izzy. Izzy looked great. You can't, even though Izzy lost the fight, you can't take it away from him. He's the middleweight champion still. He moved up to light heavyweight to challenge for the second belt. It didn't work out. What can you do? Izzy will just go back down to middleweight and smash people there. There's plenty of matchups for him. You know, we took a chance. It didn't work out. Fair play to him. A fair play to Jan. He beat Izzy, which is, this is now Izzy's first loss in MMA. You know? And, you know, Jan looked good. He, like, scored a takedown, like a clinch work up against the fence, and he just had a perfect game plan. But the judges were scoring in, like, 10-8 rounds, which they weren't. They weren't 10-8 rounds. They were close rounds. Like, to get a 10-8, you have to completely dominate your opponent to get a 10-8 round. And that's just, that just not what happened. So that was crazy. But, you know, I would say Jan did win the fight, uh, you know, with the grappling. The takedown was a really big moment for him. Significant strikes, which obviously is he landed some of his own, but Jan won the fight. And, you know, next for Jan is probably Glover Teixeira, which is crazy that, you know, Glover's ranked number one at light heavyweight. And, you know, there was talks after the fight that, that's who Jan thinks he's going to be fighting next, Glover, which, you know, Glover's in his 40s, he's been fighting forever. You know, what the fuck? There's, I don't really, like, light heavyweight's not looking so good these days, to be honest. There's, well, there's a lot of fighters I'm not really aware of, and no one that really stands out. Like, Glover's ranked number one, so it's nuts, but fair play to Jan. It was a good fight, and I enjoyed it. Um, for Izzy next... Going back down to 185, the middleweight, still remaining the middleweight champion. You know, we can rematch Robert Whitaker. He could fight. Darren Till is the one I'm interested in most. I want Darren Till 
to fight Izzy next. You know, there's, you know, could have the Calvin Gastelum rematch. You know, there's Paulo Costa rematch. There's, you know, Jarrah Cannonier. There's so many matchups there for him. And listen, he just lost to the heavyweight champion. That doesn't mean that Izzy can't compete at 205 again. Um, I think he will. And I also think that at some point we will see Izzy at heavyweight. Uh, I really do believe that. And I know this loss has, you know, kind of fucked up the plans of him fighting John Jones and shit like that. But what can you do? What can you do? Who knows? You might even get that at some point in the future if they both put it together. And, you know, with John moving up to heavyweight now, he's going to be champion. It's just a matter of time. You know, I think his toughest competition up there is Stipe. Uh, Francis is a threat because of the power. But if we're talking as a complete mixed martial artist, I think John is just smarter. He's not going to get in close to uh, Francis. And even though John does get hit, I think he's just going to be aware of it. And he's not going to play that game. You know, John is John Jones is the greatest MMA fighter of all time, in my opinion. Still to this day, he is the GOAT. He's the Michael Jordan of MMA. There's no question about it. There's no, I know Mighty Mouse and this and that. No, John Jones is the greatest MMA fighter of all time. And I do think he beats Stipe, but I think that's his toughest competition up there, to be honest. You know, John's a big guy. I think, you know, the power, even though he does get hit, I think he can handle the power. Um, I think he'll be champion. You know, I think what I do is I see who wins now of Francis and Stipe, the rematch, and then go from there. John will fight the winner. And, you know, to be honest, I think if John gets that belt, I think he'll just run that division for a long time also and just retire undefeated. You know, even though he is getting a little bit older now, I guess he's like in his 30s. So who knows? There might even still be a lot of fighting him, but John Jones heavyweight is a fucking problem, let me tell you. But, you know, uh, it was a good fight between Izzy and Jan, so I got no complaints. I would have liked to have seen Izzy win. I do root for him. Uh, same with Jan. I was happy that Jan won. Like, it was, uh, you know, he's had quite a mad journey coming from all these losses and then comes back and knocks out Dominic Reyes, becomes like heavyweight champion. You know, you won, well, you won the vacant belt, you know, because John Jones left the division. Come back and then gives Izzy his first loss in MMA. Can't fault him, you know? And the co-main event, no surprises. Amanda Nunes won. I mean, there's, there's no one that can beat her right now that we know of. There's just no one. You know, she won first round submission. You know, arm triangle, I believe, was the uh, submission she got. I mean, the power she has, the explosiveness, you know, how technical she is. She just, she just beats the fuck out of people. You know, look at what she did to Ronda, to Holly Holm, to Misha Tate, to Cyborg. She's beaten the biggest names in women's MMA. She's beaten them all. It made it look easy. It's crazy how good she is. And now she's just beaten Megan Anderson. Like, who's next? There's no one. She just, I think she's just, she's going to be one of those people. Like, and she's double champ too. Bantamweight champion and featherweight champion. And she's defending both belts as well. You know, still currently holds them both. I think she's going to retire as double champion undefeated. Is she undefeated? I think, I, I want to say she is undefeated. I don't think she's lost to anyone. You know, she's literally beat everyone. Valentina Shevchenko and all the names I named before. Like, there's just no one out there that can beat her. 
You know, no, the only person who was really competitive, I would say, uh, was Valentina Shevchenko. You know, they had two fights out of her, or maybe even three. I don't know. That's the thing. She just beats the fuck out of everyone. You know, she is she's the goat. So the goat of women women's MMA. Edit that out. I stumble my words there. Enough. Um, and then fucking hell, the fight before that, Aljamain Sterling versus Pyotr Jan. Um, I mean, what the fuck? What a way to end that fight. You know, disqualification. You know, Jan lost his bout to Aljamain Sterling because of a disqualification to an illegal knee. He needed a downed opponent, which, you know, it's a fucking bit of a dumb rule. It's like you could head kick people, all these different, you know, you can do all these different things, elbows in the face, knees in the face. But if someone's got their knees on the floor, you can't knee them in the head. But you can do it in other organizations, I believe. I think they would allow one in pride back in the day. And I think in one, one FC, one championship, you could do it there too. You know, but I mean, you could see Aljamain wasn't happy winning that way. You know, and you have to run it back because it was a good fight. You know, it was fucking quite back and forth. Yang was looking really good, arguably winning uh, the fight up until that point. You know, we had a knockdown over Aljamain. Aljamain was throwing some really good strikes, so fucking flying knees. And, you know, there was uh, some grappling there also, I believe. And it was just, it was a good fight, like a nice pace to win. And then, for, for it to end like that, it's like, it's worst case scenario to lose your belt and to become champion. You know, I was actually, I was thinking that Aljamain was actually going to win this fight against uh, Jan. I thought he was going to win by submission. You know, I just thought he's a better mixed martial artist. I just thought he would win, you know. It's been a long time coming for Aljamain to get this title shot and to showcase some skills, showcase his skills and to become a champion. I really just thought he would do it, but you know, who the fuck knew it was going to happen that way? You know, so, you know, you could see that he's like fuming. That's not the way you want to win the belt. You know, you want to win it decisively, not by some technicality. So, but they're going to run it back. That has to be the next fight. You can't end it like that and then move on to someone else. And who knows what happened in the second fight? Who the fuck knows? But uh, I think overall it was a really good card. Some really good fights. You know, UFC 259 in Vegas. I thought it was good. You know, some of the not some of the results that I was open for or looking for, even expected, but nevertheless, it was a good card. Um, what else I want to get? Oh, that's it. I want to get into one of my favorite segments on this show. One of your favorite segments on this show. One of my neighbors who don't shut up's favorite segment on the show. It is questions from the internet. Da -da 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 -da. Da -da 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 -da. Question number one. Do you have any nicknames? Fucking hell. Talking of nicknames, I have... Fuck, I got so many. Uh, Duke, Luke the Duke, Lamborghini Luke, uh, Lukey Lats, Lukey Lunges, Lukey Proteins, Lukey Sit-Ups, uh, The Madman. Oh, so I got so fucking many. And a lot of them I've given to myself, like Duke and Luke the Duke and the Madman. They were given to me by any other people, but Lamborghini Luke, yes, I crowned myself Lamborghini Luke. What can you do? But uh, yeah, I come up with nicknames for myself all the time and for other people. It's just like a fun thing to do. Like, um, So yeah, I've got a fuckload of nicknames, but you know, Duke is probably the biggest. Um, Duke, I would say Duke, 
Lamborghini Luke and the Madman are probably my top three uh, nicknames, you know. So, yeah, I got a lot of fucking nicknames. And who knows, I might even have some more soon. Who knows? Next question. Do you consider yourself to be religious? Uh, my religion is fitness. That's my religion. Not praying to a God, you know. I worship the fitness gods. The gains gods. The beast mode gods. You know. <laughs> but no, I'm not religious in any way, shape or form. Um, I'm not really even spiritual. Um, in sense of like, I'm not burning incense, lighting candles and praying with beads around my hand and going home. And I'm not doing none of that shit. And, uh, but I do believe there's like certain laws to the universe and to life. Um, so no, I'm not, re I'm not religious in any way. I'm kind of spiritual. I don't really know how to explain it. Um, but there's definitely rules to this game, which I acknowledge. Uh, but no, not religious at all. You know, and listen, there's a, you know, there's things you can take from religion, which, you know, help you become a better person. You know, a lot of people fuck their lives up. You know, they go to jail. They drink a lot. They do drugs. They do a lot of bad shit in their life. Then they, you know, give their life up to Jesus and they become a better person. So in that sense, you know, there's a lot of positive uh, to it, but a lot of it's not supposed to be taken uh, literal. Uh, a lot of it's metaphor all these different stories and stuff like that and it was made by man it's just that's just a fact that's just a fact you know don't fucking shout at me and all this shit if you want to be religious you know i support that i do you know but no i'm not uh, religious uh next question what type of music do you listen to when you exercise uh a lot of hip-hop music like the game eminem 50 cent uh mob deep uh, Drake, Pusha T, uh, who else? Royster Five Nine, uh, who else? Big L, Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac, a lot of hip hop, 90s, you know, early 2000s hip hop. Uh, rock music also depends on what type of workout I'm doing. Some like Deftones or Linkin Park, Alice in Chains, maybe. Just uh, it really depends on the type of workout I'm doing and how intense I want it to be. If I want to go balls to the wall, I'll put on some fucking heavy metal rock music. You know, and hip hop too. So it, it always goes between rock and hip hop. You know, I can't listen to like pop music anyway. I can't listen to pop music anyway, but I definitely won't be listening to that doing a fucking work on, let me tell you. Um, so yeah, all the above. Uh, next question. Have you ever eaten crocodile or snake meat? What the fuck? No. And they're probably considered like delicacies as well. Like you'll pay a pretty penny to eat some crocodile or some snake. Fuck that. But you know what, right? Snakes are one of my biggest fears. We all know this. I'm scared of them the way they stare at you and they rattle their tails and it's like, just fucking just look at you, ready to like fucking jump at you. Like I would eat the snake based on that. The fact that they're my biggest fear and just be like, yeah, I fucking, I conquered you while I'm just like putting a life and fuck into eating the meat, like fuck this. And you know what I mean? Just to show like, uh, like victory almost. I would have a victory meal of eating like snake meat, but that can't be good. Eating snake or crocodile. 
it's probably mostly for the bragging rights. It's like, I'm eating a crocodile. It's like, who gives a fuck? I'm eating a chicken. What can you do? But uh, no. I would love to know how much they go for in a restaurant. People eat, and you know, vegans around the world are probably losing their fucking mind. The fact that people are eating crocodiles and snakes, but what can you do? Some people like that stuff. Uh, next question. How do you enjoy sex the most? Lights on or lights off? Um, I would say now lights on because I want them to see my abs. You know, before with the pot belly, not in great shape, gotta be lights off. I can't allow them to see this. I'd feel better with the lights off. But now fuck that. Now I'm fucking jacked. I'm looking proteins. I'm looking lats. I'm looking six packs. It's gotta be lights on. You know, why would I deprive them of that? If the lights are on, you know, they can't see that shit. You know, maybe they can see it in spirit or feel it in spirit, but no. You need to witness it with the lights on. So that's what I'm doing going forward. Sex with the lights on when I'm in phenomenal shape. But then when I'm not, when it's off season, lights off. You know? Uh, next question. You have one million pounds to make a viral video. What video do you make? Uh, with a million pounds and to make a viral video. It's got to be a porno. It has to be for a million Imagine the production value in that shit. You know, fucking hell, a million pounds to make a viral video. What could you do with that? Do you know what, right? It would probably be at the porno and then it would be a press conference afterwards so she could talk about my performance and just talk about the experience. You know, because you can't just spend it on the video. It's got to be extra shit. There's got to be entertainment involved. Have a press conference afterwards, you know, commentary, all shit like that. You know, I don't know. That's a tough question. First of all, don't spend a million pounds on making a video. Spend it on things that matter, like Lamborghinis, like trips to the Space Hotel, eating crocodile and snake. Excuse me. Spend it on important shit, you know. Uh, next question. What piece of clothing or accessory can someone wear that immediately makes you have a bad opinion of them as a person? Ooh, what piece of clothing or accessory can someone wear that makes me have a bad opinion of them? Um, that's a really good question. I would say some type of like dumb bracelet. That'll piss me off. Uh, but that's not enough for me to change my opinion of them. Um, I tell you what, if people wear those like Yeezy foam runners, which, you know, people eat that shit up just because Kanye, Kanye West's name is attached to it. Fuck that. It looks stupid. Or if you have like really, really, really ripped jeans where you just look homeless. Fuck you. What are you trying to prove? What are you trying to show people your knee for? No one gives a fuck. If you want to show your knee, wear shorts. Enough. Um, what other piece of clothing or accessory? I don't know. I would probably say those two. Really, really ripped jeans. Uh, the Yeezy foam runners that look dumb. Um, and some type of weird bracelet. Yeah, it would have to be. What other accessory? 
I don't know, like, some people have, like, those implants with, like, devil horns coming out of their head. Would you class that as an accessory? You know, because I think I would. It's kind of an accessory. Even though it's body modification. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. But yeah, I'd have to say the easy foam runners um, and the really, really fucking ripped jeans so you look homeless. Uh, next question. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Um, I would rather always be 10 minutes late uh, because you've got to send a message to people that your time is more important than theirs. They're like, what have you been doing while you're late? I was busy counting money. That's what I was doing. Fuck you. Your time ain't important. Mine is. It sends a message to people to be late. You show up 20 minutes early. You look too eager to be there. If I could give you any advice... It would be always show up late to everything. Show up late to work. Show up late to a date, especially. Whether you're man or woman, male or female, show up late. It sends a message, you know? Uh, yeah, you got to, yeah, fuck that. Always be 10 minutes late. And you can get creative with like the reasons why you were late. But always make it about you, like you've done it on purpose. Not like, oh, I was stuck in traffic. Fuck that. See, I was getting petrol for my Lambo. I was counting money. I was getting over the hangover because I had a wild night the night before. I'm busy doing weights, counting my calories and eating, drinking protein shakes. That's why I'm late. Fuck you. Fire me if you want. Who gives a fuck? You know? <laughs> See, I'd rather always be 10 minutes late. Uh, next question, which WWF persona would you most like to have? Ooh, this is a great question. Which WWF persona would I most like to have? Uh, Ric Flair's a really good one. He's like, woo, styling and profiling. You know, the Rolex wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. You know, I love that persona where he's all just about money and Rolexes and, you know, planes and shit, limousines, drinking every day and just, you know, women and I just like living the rich guy lifestyle on top of the world. I love that persona, which, you know, as you, if you know anything about Ric Flair and you've seen documentaries and stuff like that, wasn't that much of a persona. You know, he would come up with a lot of that, like his lines and the things he was saying on the, like in the car ride over to the venue, like, and he was living that way, you know? So it was just an exaggerated version of himself in a way. Like um, another one, Stone Cold Steve Austin, give me a hell yeah, just fucking stunnering people, smashing beer cans, flipping people off, you know, just like a badass, you know, that's a cool persona too. He was like anti-Vince McMahon, anti-boss. Um, what other ones? See, they're my top two. So I, I, out of those, I probably have to go with Ric Flair. You know, I'm like a Welsh watered-down version of Ric Flair right now, being Lamborghini Luke and talking about money and stuff. But yeah, I like listen, I take inspiration from pro wrestling, from the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it. You know, I grew up in the Attitude Era where it was actually good and entertaining as fuck. Didn't really care much about the wrestling, but the entertainment side of it, the characters, the promos. I love all that stuff. And I watch them sometimes, watch these promos, and I take pieces um, 
of it. There's a lot to learn, you know, from what they do, you know, whether you're a comedian, even a musician, there is a lot to learn from watching those guys. You can take, because they're the best, some of the best entertainers in the world. You know, they know how to get a crowd riled up and they just, it's really impressive what they do. Even physically, like the wrestling shit they do and when they put their bodies through, it's insane. Um, but yeah, I take a lot from WWF and I try to implement that into my comedy and even the podcast. But like, where do you think the idea from these characters and these personas came from? It's from that. It's kind of like a pro wrestling thing that I'm doing. I'm playing the heel, playing the bad guy. And I wish I spoke about on previous episodes. So yeah, uh, I would have to say to answer this question, I would pick Ric Flair. The next question and the final question from the internet. Would you rather have fortune or fame? Um, it would have to be fortune. I'm not interested in fame whatsoever. I never got into the shit that I got into. I never started any of this for fame. Um, I don't like the idea of having a bunch of strangers in my life. I don't like the idea of, you know, going out in public and there's cameras everywhere on you and people bothering you and shit. And, you know, it can get creepy sometimes where people are like trying to find out where you live and shit like that. I don't need that in my life. I just don't. Um, obviously, there's different levels of fame. You know, I would like enough fame to where I wouldn't get bothered by people so much. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I would like be famous, but kind of underground at the same time. Like, I think Bill Bear is a perfect example of that. Like, how does it really well? I don't really hear crazy stories about fans like fucking with him and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I would rather have fortune. I'd rather, you know, have the fruits of it all you know, have the money and all the accomplishments, the business stuff. I'd rather, much rather than the fame. You know, if you if fame is what you're looking for, you're fucked and you've got issues. You've got issues, you know. And I know it's like a necessary part of, especially what I'm doing. You want as many people to know about you as possible. And my voice cracked then, edit that out. You want as many people to know about you as possible. And, you know, you want fans and followers and listeners and subscribers and all these different things. And I don't know, it's just weird. We worship fame in such a strange way. The Kardashian era, you know, idea, Love Island type of shit. It's just put like, just a lot of worth on fame. And it's like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like who wants to be a celebrity? You know, that's dying the celebrity thing. It's just, it's just people who have become successful in whatever they're doing. And there's a lot of attention on them. And I don't envy that. I really don't. So to answer this question, to close out questions from the internet, I'd rather the fortune, all the fucking money, all the Lamborghinis, all the Ferraris, everything, you know? So that was questions from the internet. What time yeah? at? 56. Holy shit. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? After this, I'm going to have a protein shake, do my weights, do my push-ups, all the bodyweight exercises, go for a jog, sprint up hills. Then I'm going to come back, take a shower, regroup, because I'll probably be out of breakfast, fuck, and I can barely talk. You know, I'll be on death's door. You know, then I'll relax for a little bit, maybe put on some Netflix, and then I'll get to dinner time. 
you know, I'll get a notification from my app to get the calories in me. Keep killing it. I'm going to have some chicken. I'm going to have some carrots, some sweets, some broccoli, a lot of vegetables, some potatoes as well, and chow that down and show the world once again why I'm one of the number one fitness influencers in the world. I live hard. I live healthy. I'm putting it all together. This is a new version of me, a healthier version, not the version who has high blood pressure, drinks six cups of coffee a day, has anxiety, feels weak and shit no longer. Four weeks in the game, I'm on top of the world. Six pack incoming, Lukey Lats incoming. You know, <laughs> go follow me on social media at Luke Cartman and at the Luke Cartman Show on Instagram. Subscribe to the Luke Cartman Show on YouTube. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, rate, review, all that different stuff. Give it a five star. Get me up there in the charts. You know, hope you're all doing good. You know, I hope you're taking your vitamin D, you know, to protect yourself from certain viruses that shall not be named. And I hope you're waking up with a smile, grabbing life by the balls, having a productive day, putting it together, not being so hard on yourself, eating some good food, having some good company, drinking some water, getting the electrolytes in your system, you know, putting down the bag of Coke, not taking the heroin today, putting down the burgers, just having a good time, focusing on your dreams, focusing on your goals, putting it all together, waking up with who gives a fuck mentality. I'm going to make it happen, you know? Uh, and that's my message for this episode. I'll be back with you all next Friday for another episode of the Luke Cartman Show. I love you all. Take care, everyone. Lamborghini Luke signing off. Peace. <laughs>